Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey guys, this is Mike Badano, and you're listening to Sarcastic Remarks. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Starcastic Remarks. I'm Chris, joined by my brother James. The Stars lose this afternoon in a matinee against the Wild, five to five in the shootout. They six to five on the board, but you know how I think about that. In a crazy game. Where the eight and a half million man Rope Hints has the second hat trick in just as many games to tie it up late in the third period, and the stars still have no idea how to win after sixty. James, how are you doing? I'm doing great. What 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 do you what do you think about the James? What, what do you think about the game, James? How how was your heart rate? Uh, we had to sit a little and listen to some lo-fi music. So how yeah. are you feeling? Now? I mean, I I I was very sad for a solid forty minutes. Let's say that. <laughs> Yeah, and then sure. and then my heart rate went through the roof roof in the last 20. Yeah, so this honestly for me this is the weirdest game the Stars have played all season because even when the Stars fell behind I thought they were the better team. So let's just go ahead and get right into it. The first period the, first of all the Stars start out with a great shift by the second line of Marchment Sagan and Foxa. They were all over the puck. It was a miracle they didn't score. Great start mm-hmm. to the game. You love to see that, especially in a matinee game where you, when you're playing a team that's on the second night of back to back, you want to jump on them. After that first shift, Stars kept that pressure going the whole way. Uh, lots of penalties in the first period, which the Stars could not capitalize on at all. We had three power plays, and the Wild had three power plays. On the Wild's third power play, 15 minutes in, it's Kirill Kaprizov scoring on really just a, a misplay by Jay Gottinger. Uh, he assumed the puck was going back to center ice. Kaprizov, I, I think he saw something on the first two power plays because he he kind of didn't move at all, expected Ottinger to move, and then put it where Ottinger should have been. What do what, you think about the first goal, and especially how it was against flow of play, James? Yeah, it was against flow of play, but also uh, I think it was uh, someone made a – block shot and they buck was loose they tried to skate to it they got a little blocked off on it that was a little frustrating on it but yeah i mean 
you give it to Kaprizov, and if the goaltender's out of out of position like that, he's he's not going to miss. Yeah, and Andre was definitely out of position there. I mean, you could see he was he he thought Late. the pass was coming, yeah. it just didn't it didn't come. It was it was kind of a lazy play, I thought, in my opinion, from from Otter. But overall, that first period, I thought the Stars dominated play, and I thought they got really unlucky that they weren't the lead. And I mean, we had the the post hit. We had a couple of really good chances. Flurry made some outstanding saves. He was great all game long. And especially in a first period where that's dominated by power plays and we're such a good special team, top five in both power play and penalty kill. Why couldn't, why, why, I don't know why we couldn't take advantage of that. Yeah, it's definitely really frustrating. I think the biggest part of that period was that Flurry really just stood on his head for that period. Yeah, I, I agree with that to a point. It's just, it's frustrating to me because it felt like the most potent line out there was still just the first line. And my thoughts the entire time was somebody please just help Robertson <laughs> because it feels like him and Ben have been so fantastic for us, but everyone else is just silent is, is what it felt like. We'll get into that. The third period kind of changed my mind on that, obviously, but that was my thoughts going into the second period, head into the second period. Uh, the Stars are still playing really well. I mean, they play the exact same way they were playing the first period, I thought. That leads to a goal from Rope Hints from Jason Robertson on a little rebound. Good goal by Rope. His first goal since getting that $8.5 million uh, contract extension. So it's really good to see him get on the board. We kind of talked about it last game, too, how he's going to be one of the guys that we need to start scoring more whenever Robertson and Ben start slowing down. Mm-hmm. And it's just Robertson fighting to the front of the net, taking a shot and Rope being there for that rebound. Yeah. But both guys doing really well and just fighting for the puck. And it was off of a great four check too. That's, mm-hmm. that was the big thing about the first two or the first one and a half periods. that I thought the stars were doing so well and why they looked so much better is because our four check was so much stronger. We we're all over the wild and we, it just wasn't materializing into anything. Anyway, stars, because of their great forecheck and their great play in that second period, go on the power play shortly after the Rope Hints goal. And you're thinking, man, this is the time to turn the game around. We're playing so much better than them. It's it's time to take the lead, jump ahead. No. Connor Dewar scores shorthanded goal on the breakaway. I thought Suter was way out of position. I don't know what he was doing there. And I am... I, I know Suter's slow. I am shocked how slow he was. I mean, Connor Dewar is not a world-renowned speed skater, but he he made, he made Suter look yeah. like he was in a different league. What, what do you think about that? Yeah, Suter definitely kind of pinched in really hard on that without us ever having control of that puck. And, yeah, I mean, it's just someone – once once Dewar got up to speed, I mean, it's it's hard to – for Otter to make that save coming all the way across the crease like that. So, yeah. I, yeah. And Dewar made a great, that's a good point. Dewar made a great move a- after getting on that breakaway. He, he, he undressed Otter. Fantastic move. Just a solid finish by him. But I, I'm just really frustrated by, by that play on Suter there. It, it felt really rushed. I, I don't like him on the power play. I've said that even when he was playing well defensively, I have always stated that I do not like him on the power play. It doesn't work good. Um, and that kind of makes me think, why is Lundqvist still out? And because I would love to see Lundqvist there I mean, instead of Suter, uh, but Lundqvist is still out of the game. I I just don't like that. I don't like that decision, honestly, by Devor. 
I mean, I, I think honestly, he'll still keep Suter probably on the second power play unit, regardless of if Lundqvist comes back or not. But with how slow Suter is and how slow he knows he is now, he almost definitely shouldn't have been as far deep in the zone as he was. So yeah. I just don't think that sec- our second power play unit looks very good ever either. Yeah. I mean, most how of the many time goals does just, it have? It can't have many. Yeah, I, it, Most of the time that line is, or that second unit is just uh, Johnston or Gurionov doing something to get into Ex- the zone. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's just our forwards in that second power play unit that are making anything happen. And uh, I don't know. It's just so different from the way our first power play unit works, where Haskinen is the reason it's so good. And in the second power play, it feels like there's nothing. And it feels like Suter is definitely not the option there. And the other reason why I'm I'm really upset about the not playing of Lundqvist is that Hamley only plays eight minutes in this game. Yeah. And Colin was, Miller only plays ten. Yeah. Honestly, I was I was confused at why Lundqvist wasn't in tonight as well. I mean, we have four defensemen who have over twenty minutes time on ice tonight. Haskinen finishes the night with thirty minutes of time on Goodness. ice. Yes. I mean. It, Lundqvist is going to play more than eight and 10 minutes. I feel like, I mean, I know he had a rough go of it earlier and they talked about it was more Hanley playing good than Lundqvist being really bad. I just don't, I don't like that decision personally. Anyway, long tangent moving on from Connor Duar shortly after Jake Milton scores a goal. This is the one that bounces off of Delandra's knee and into the top right corner of the goal. Just, this is another one of the things that just shocked me about this game is like the, these lucky bounces like this, every single one was in the wilds favor, even going into the comeback in the third period. So that's crazy. 30 sec, less than 30 seconds after that, uh, Jordan Greenway, whoever that is, scores, a, scores the third goal in three minutes for the wild to just stun the stars and the, the building. And I was, I was shocked. I mean, honestly, I, at this point, I'm still thinking the Stars played the majority of this game better than the Wild, and here the Wild are with a three-goal lead. Yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely a little bit of lucky bounces there in succession, but also, I mean, we didn't get a single save out of any of those from Otter. So Yeah, and that's the other we, point. Normally, we're expecting to get one. That's the next at point least. I was going to bring up, is that Otter has... That, that's a terrible game by Otter. Yeah, that, I mean, there's no other way the to put for that. Otter, too. It, it, it should have been the end. He, he stays in for the rest of the second period, which shocked me too. I felt like even if even if they're not all Otter's fault, I wouldn't say any one yeah, of them yeah. is all on Otter, but it's either way. It's a 4-1 game at that point. <laughs> it's a 4-1 game. you got to change something. I'm shocked by which we're not coming in immediately. I don't know if I agree with the decision, but I guess it, it worked out in the end. But yikes. At that point, I I was shocked. But... Anyway, the rest of that period kind of just ends. I mean, the puck's just going back and forth. No chances are happening either way. And Razor even mentioned if something needs to happen, like starting to get something going, get the crowd into the game somehow, and just it felt like seven minutes just disappeared in that period. Yep, um, definitely. So I also kind of want to talk about how the Stars have kind of made a habit of – they, they score in bursts like we see in the third period and they allow goals in bursts. I mean, this is probably the fourth or fifth time that we've allowed three goals in succession like this, just this year. It, yeah. And any this one, that? 
Well, this one felt different because of the unlucky bounces and the shorthanded goals, not normal for us either. I mean, it, it just all kind of fell apart all at the same time is kind of what it was. And that's the other thing is it feels like it's always a weird goal that happens that gets into these things. So it's, yeah, this, this like one's a, a shorthanded Wedgwood goal. Turnover. The other one yeah. are Wedgwood turnover. So I, I don't know what's up with that. If defensively our defensemen just need to mentally reset afterwards, because the third goal, especially I put a ton of, of blame on the defense there. Cause the puck is just in the crease and no one's clearing yeah. it. Yeah. So, and, and I, I don't know after what it that, is. And after that third goal, uh, we put out the fourth line. So that I think yeah. it it was definitely after that point, it's like, okay, well, now we have to stop the bleeding. Okay. Because normally we normally we'll put out that first line and try to go get a goal back. Maybe we need to stop doing that as much now because it's just yeah. it's it's not been working anymore. Yeah. E- either way, it's become a habit now. Something's gotta change with it. I'm honestly not for sure exactly what what that would even be but we got to find some kind of answer for that going into the third i'm obviously quite upset with how the second period played out especially after the goals uh the first half was very good the second half nothing happened like i mentioned but i'm still very hopeful going into the third because the stars have done it before we, we are tied for uh like with three other teams at the top with three three plus goal comebacks in the third period which is insane that there's even that many teams that have done that yeah but super excited going to the third i think we can come back because we played so well wedgwood's in so otter otter comes out of the game so maybe he's just having a rough game maybe wedgwood can can come and save it for us and then 30 seconds in joel erickson x scores off of the luckiest play ever the, <laughs> the luckiest <laughs> shot i've ever seen so it's, it's just a wrist shot from the point it deflects off of i counted four players before it goes into the net. Yeah. I know it at least deflected off of Pavelski, and then he was even stick-checked in front of the net, and it still went off the shaft that is taken in. Yeah, so not even bad defending, not bad goaltending, just yeah. sheer dumb luck. Yep. <laughs> 30 seconds into the period when you're trying to come back in the game. Just really shocking. And then, the, and then after that goal, what shocked me even more is that the Stars aren't playing. I mean, for the first five minutes of the third period, Nothing happened. The stars went one in, dumped it in. Wild went in the RN, dumped it in that way. It it really felt like that was the end of the game. I mean, I felt momentum was gone. Nobody was really playing. And we were just waiting for the game to be over. And then the first line jumps on the ice. And Rope Hints scores from Pavelski and Marchment for a second of the game. And then yeah. the building explodes. <laughs> Yeah, at that point, they're like, oh, it's going to happen. Exactly. So at that point, everyone just knows it's going to happen. Uh, and that's exactly what happened. Shortly after the rope at Hens goal, Jason Robertson scored. Uh, that one was about 40 seconds later. And then about two minutes later, Mason Marchment scores. And the Stars are within one goal with 10 minutes left. Just like that. Same, same thing that they <laughs> gave up in the second. They do exactly right back to them in the third. And that is, that's the best part about this team that is different from last year. I mean, at, at this point of the game last year, even with the with the second goal, even with the Jake Middleton goal in the second period, the game's over. I mean, we blew to a goal lead. We felt like we were playing great. We would have folded. That's what would happen last year. We wouldn't have had the strength to come back in that game. And this team just, I, I really feel like they just believe that they're going to come back every single time. They don't think that they're going to lose the game. 
They just know just one thing needs to go our way and we're going to, we're going to get it going. And it's consistently happening now. And that is such a fantastic team, a fantastic thing for a high potency offense team to have like the stars is just that confidence and that belief. And boy, it's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, we've done it three times in the past two weeks. We did it first against Chicago. Then we did it against the jets. And now we've done it against the Minnesota wild as well. Hey, hockey fans, light the lamp this winter with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into even bigger payouts with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code THPN, bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game, and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Following the Mason Marchment goal, uh, Stars are still putting a ton of pressure on. Uh, Mason Marchment goes in for a forecheck in the wild zone, takes a very high hit, to say the least. I was 95% sure it was an elbow. Whatever. Foxa takes exception to it and goes in and, and, and fights whoever whoever laid the elbow. Do you know who it was, James? It doesn't matter. It makes no doesn't difference. matter. <laughs> Foxa goes and fights the guy because he threw an elbow on Mason Marchment, who never gets elbowing called when it's his face. And once again, the Stars get another minor penalty for fighting. So... We get the five-minute major of fighting and put the Wild on a two-minute power play. Yeah. And I don't know what the league is trying to do with this penalty at this point. Well, this was, I mean, this was the worst call out of the last three or three that we've had. I mean, he he goes up to him, he skates up to him, and he at least talks to the dude. It's like, yeah, I'm going to fight you. He's not, he's not dropping the gloves instantly, which is normally what they call instigating for. He the other up, guy he drops his right gloves in his face. The yeah, other and they, the and they both and they both fight. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. I really don't. I mean, I don't know. Like, the only thing that explains this to me is that this is that the NHL is trying to get rid of fighting because this is going to do it every single time because there's not going to be fighting if you're going to be on a disadvantage every single time, no matter what. I mean, I don't, I don't see a reason for it. I think it it's taking away the self policing of the game. I mean. What else would the would the league rather have us do? They take an elbow on Mason Marchment. Do you want us to go for a high hit on Kirill Kaprizov like they do in baseball, throwing pitches at each other? I mean, it, that's not what you want to see in the league. And if if you're not going to call a penalty like that when Mason Marchment gets hit in the head, that's what's going to happen. Teams are going to police themselves one way or another. Every sport shows that. We already have a great way of self-policing the game. Let's not eliminate it completely with stupid penalties. And that one wasn't even, I don't even know how you could call that. It wasn't that. even they're, a penalty. And they called they it call, roughing too. They which, called roughing because Fox said, roughing. yeah, they called Fox on roughing because he said, do you want to go to the guy pretty much? Yeah. It, it, it doesn't make understand. sense. It, it's, it's like they were just scared of calling instigating. So yeah. they called roughing well, instead. They were absolutely I scared of it... calling instigating because they didn't want to throw a Fox out for just standing up for his teammate, which 
I'll applaud the refs on that at least. I, I more blame the league because it's obviously a thing that the league has told them to start doing. And it, it, it's been since the start of the of the season. Because we've done this like in the first 10 games of the season and it was fine. It was no problem. And only in the past, what, eight games probably? Yeah, I don't know. This has been, this has been getting called. I I don't know what's up with it. I hope they stop because it's it's stupid. It's dumb. There, there's a reading there's a reason that fighting is still in hockey and whatever i'll get off the horse anyway stars kill it off big momentum builder building erupts after that as well i mean everyone at this point with five minutes left in the third period is already standing just waiting for the stars to to, to seal to the deal it, on the yeah. comeback uh the wild doing a really good job of defending but they're not able to get anything going the other way stars get the goalie pulled um, and score another six on five goal. Rope hints from Pavelski, an amazing pass from Pavelski. Just disgusting. Pavelski has three primary assists of the four comeback goals. The guy's insane. Stars tied up late in the third period, takes us to overtime. Yeah. And honestly, I thought Pavs had a pretty rough go of it in the first two periods, but very much not so the case in the third. He was, he set up pretty much every single one and they were all beautiful setups yeah they were all fantastic uh the overtime was really weird in my opinion uh the stars tried something different because they've sucked it over times and it still didn't work so they're trying to play a lot slower trying to not really take any aggressive plays or any aggressive passes all that leads to me is what it, what it looked like is we didn't get any chances and the wild didn't get any chances and we just took the shootout is what it felt like i mean for three and three overtime, it was pretty boring, <laughs> which is shocking because it's normally quite the opposite. Um, the shootouts, whatever. At that point, in my opinion, it's a tie, and we do need to have a winner. I agree with that. But Wedgwood can't stop a puck. Minnesota scores three straight goals. Neither can Flurry apparently, but we can miss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ro- yeah. Rope hence misses the what would have been the Stars' third goal by like two inches he, yeah. he he beat flurry dead to rights oh one more mad respect to flurry for the flying poke check on jason robertson that was, <laughs> that was amazing. hilarious i love cooper, flurry so much cooper I'm was literally like what is he doing yeah it wasn't in he, <laughs> was he did great. it the whole way it was not yeah. he full committed he full committed full respect to that fantastic but star stars do end up falling in the shootout um Fantastic comeback by the Stars, first of all, is is the number one takeaway for me. You have to get points out of this game. You really have to win it. But with the way everything went, while we're getting all the lucky bounces, getting the calls, it, it's good by the Stars to get a point out of it. It's really gutsy by them. And I love them coming back in third period. It's very exciting. Never leave a Stars hockey game. Um, the second point is we got to start winning past 60 minutes. W- what do you think, James? Yeah, that's I pretty much agree that this whole game was all of the first line all over it, though. Honestly, it was that that that's the only line that was rolling and they did the whole, entire comeback, the entire thing. It was it's it's the first time that the comeback has been from just the first line. Yeah, totally agree so. there. Um, So the stars in the last 10 games. I think they've gotten points in 10 out of the last 11 games. Out of the last 10 games, we've only won five. We have lost four games in overtime or the shootout in the past 10. 
that's just not going to cut it. That. Yeah, yeah, that's not, you, you can't be doing that. I mean, we have lost every single one. 0 for 5 past 60. And it I know it's not hockey. It's it's a different thing, but last year proved that it those points are insanely important. Last year's stars are not anywhere close if they're not exceptional in overtime. And they were. They were the best team in overtime that year. That's the only reason they got into the playoffs. This team is the worst now. So we're and that's what it was two years ago. Two years ago, we were the worst team in overtime. So we're just full 180 every single night. Um something's I mean, got something's gotta change. I don't I don't know the, what it is. Something's gotta change. The only difference I would say with that is that when we were losing it overtime in the past two years those were supposed to be our wins. And this year we are winning and getting overtime losses as well. We, yes. we are still winning games like we should be. And we're just losing the close ones. still. yes. Our overtime games are normally when we are fighting back and, and quote unquote, stealing a point. So I, I definitely agree with that. This game, I didn't yeah. feel as, as it was stolen because I felt like we played better and we just got unlucky, but it, obviously we came back from four goals. We, we should have I mean, gotten a point here and we still and, got one. And I think the the important thing about three of those overtime losses is that we all stole them from Central Division opponents. I mean, we took yeah. one off of the Avalanche with Robertson scoring in the last second. Then we took one off of Winnipeg at home, where we scored two in the two with the goalie pulled, and then we stole another one tonight or today. So yeah. it, it it at it at least makes it to where we're not falling too far behind in the Central Division. One more thing we have to talk about. I know it's getting long. Sorry, but this game. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Ottinger has been not good enough lately. Um, he was bad today. He was, yeah, not, he wasn't just not good enough today. Today he was bad. Um, he has a 750 save percentage on the day and is pulled after the second period. Should have been pulled earlier, in my opinion. Uh, Ottinger is still our number one goalie. I am saying that with, more hesitation now than I had at the start of the season, which is not good at all. I mean, Wedgwood came in and looked very good at, yeah. in the third period and overtime. He had some huge saves. He finishes his night 14 saves on 15 shots. He didn't look good in the shootout. I mean, but whatever. The, oh, well, the Wild yeah. have some of the best goal scorers, individual goal scorers in the league. So, Otter's got to be better. I mean, he that's what's going to lead you to being first in your division is having an exceptional goaltender. And he, he, yeah, he hasn't been the same since the injury. Uh, Ryan sent us a post. Uh, he, before his injury, he had a 956 save percentage average. After the injury, he's averaging around 900, which is a full 50 point drop off, which is yeah. substantial. Yeah, for sure. And it, it's it was honestly really shocking to me because he's coming off of the the shutout win against the Ducks, which normally he kind of rides rides confidence like that, and maybe just the unlucky puck bounces got to him today or something. I don't know, but it's it, it, he's got to be way way better than what he showed in the past couple of games, honestly. Yeah, it, and that's the other thing that's weird is it's not he's not being consistently bad. I mean, it feels like every other game is the way it's going right now. Because the last game was fantastic, obviously. The shutout against the Ducks. It was really good. He didn't, it wasn't overly taxed, but the first period he was outstanding. And then this game, and then I don't remember the what game he played before the Ducks, but that one he was not good either. Sharks. Sharks, yeah. So hopefully it's not an injury thing. Hopefully it's just a mind thing and he can fix that. But 
we need a number one goalie if we're going to be a number one team. If we're going to be a cup yeah. contending team, you need to have a solid number one goalie. And we are not getting that right now from Otter or Wedgie earlier. He had a good, Wedgie had a good game today, but we need we need some consistency somewhere. We need some help yeah. in the goal score in the goaltending department. Uh, we'll wrap up today. Biggest winner, biggest loser. James, biggest winner. I'll let you have the obvious one. I don't want the obvious one. All right, don't take the obvious obvious one. one. Uh, I'm going to take Pavelski on this one. I mean, he beautifully set up those three goals. Every single primary assist he had, they were all perfect passes. Just absolutely stunning. And especially after I thought he kind of had a bad first two periods, he looked absolutely lights out in the third. Yeah. Dude is just ageless, I swear. Unbelievable. I'll take the obvious one. Rope Hentz. I mean... Way to respond to getting a contract. Four goals in two games. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, this guy is going to be a leader of this team for a long, long time. And he already is right now. So, love what he's doing. Um, big, biggest loser, James. The biggest loser is the NHL. You want to <laughs> know why? You want to know why? Because they put Krill Kaprizov as the first star of the night. When Rope Hens had three points, Joe Pavelski had three, and Jason Robertson had two. Okay. The, Kaprizov scored a single goal, didn't have an assist, only had three shots on, on goal, and was on the ice for four of the goals against. You can't tell me he's the first star of the game. You can't. You cannot convince me. Yeah. That's definitely some marketing bias, but whatever. I'll take the obvious one again. Biggest loser is Jake Ottinger. He has to be better. He, he just he just needs to be better. Um, that'll do it for us tonight. Ryan is out. He is going on the, on the IR. He is going to be with baby and his wife for a long time. We don't know exactly when he'll be back, but he'll try and get back soon. He'll still be doing stuff. He's obviously in the comment section tonight, but He's, please be on give him too, some. Still. Yeah, he'll he's still going to be doing our tweets. I might take some over depending on how his new baby is, how cry it, how cry it is during night times, but we'll see. Um so please please keep him and his wife in your thoughts and prayers, please. It's a little bit of a different situation for them with this baby, so there's a little bit of nervousness, but not too much, but just keep thinking about them for us. Um we'd like to thank our sponsors, DraftKings pro- promo code THPN. Uh they'll get you some free goodies. Go to our shop. I don't remember the website, James. Do you remember the website? Ah, gosh dang it. Ryan's going to sure comment what the website is. Check the comments for where to go to. I think it's sarcasticremarkshop.com. Uh, get yourself some holiday gifts. We're doing, I don't know if the discount's still going or not. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm pretty sure we still got that discount going. So it's just till tonight, though. So till tonight. Stops. Yeah, it's done after today. Done after today. So. Y'all better get on that. We got the bath mats. We got the toothbrushes. We're going to get the hair dryers in soon. All the bathroom essentials at StarcasticRemarkShop.com. We'll be back with you when, James? I don't know. I haven't Dude, been paying attention. Gosh, dang it, James. You uh, are so uh, useless uh, today. Tuesday. Tuesday, we get to play Toronto. Uh, the the other dude with the really big point streak, we're going to stop his, and Robertson's going to continue his, so he has the longest one in the league. Yeah, I didn't even mention that. Robert's going to use his point streak. We're going to stop the other guy's point streak. Andre's going to be way better. He's going to get a shout-out. It's going to be fantastic. Join us Tuesday late night for that against Toronto. That'll do it for us this afternoon. I'm Chris. That's James. Let's go watch the Cowboys win. Catch you on the flip side.